And we have joining us here in the studio for the news briefing, Yu Soo-min. Good morning to you. Good morning, Henry. Well, uh, we were talking off air how um, you do various jobs around the country. And uh, in your other job, uh, you you typically have a little bit less variety of news to cover. You cover a lot of North Korea-related news. Mm -hmm. You cover a lot of uh, coronavirus-related news. And you were talking about how the challenge here for uh, doing this morning reporting was that you have to cover much more of a wider variety of news. But it looks like today uh, we're going to go in a pattern that you're uh, quite familiar with, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. Starting off with an update on the uh, latest outbreaks of coronavirus cases. As we know, the majority of the cases are church-related, and we're seeing now more eruptions of community transmissions in various parts of the country, not just here in Seoul, which Mm. is right now, I think we can say, the epicenter of all of this. Uh, give, us up to, um, give, give us an update now then on the latest numbers that we have. Sure. So yesterday we reported 297 new infections, which is the largest number of cases since early March. And this has raised the country's total caseload to 16,058. Well, the new daily virus cases have been in the triple-digit territory for the six straight days, with almost 1,300 cases being newly identified during that six-day span. And also, yesterday's figure also marks the sharpest daily spike in that six-day period. Now, we do know that the Sarangjil Church has become the second-largest COVID-19 cluster for South Korea following the Shincheonji religious sect. And more than 160 new cases were reported in a single day yesterday. So by yesterday noon, the cluster from Sarangjil Church reached 623, surpassing the 600 mark in a week. So apparently, it's really spreading at an alarming pace. And it's, only, uh, uh, it's also spreading to nine other regions across the country, not only in the metropolitan area. And at least 50 cases were detected at secondary transmissions from the worshippers of this church. And it, it has been reported in at least 11 different places, from mm. call centers, offices, medical institutions, schools, to other religious facilities, namely at another church in Seoul's Noangu district and also in Gyeonggi's Gapyeong County. Now, Henry, another thing that's really raising an alarm here is that we had 10 COVID-19 patients related to the rally, Gwanghamun rally, but that's unrelated to the church. So the cases were reported throughout the nation in Seoul, Gyeonggi-do, Busan, North Gyeongsang, Incheon, and South Chungcheong-do province. So this shows uh, infections from Gwanghamun rally, this anti-government protest that's unrelated to Sarangjil Church, is posing a realistic risk of chain transmissions. And this is exactly why the health authorities asked people who attended the rally to take diagnostic tests as soon as possible. Now, in the meantime, cluster outbreak continues to spring up. A uh, civil servant working at a Seoul City Hall was confirmed to be infected with the virus. Well, this is the first time a Seoul City government staffer have contracted the virus. And also not to mention this uh, small-scale infection popping up at swimming pools, amusement parks. So we are really grappling with the second wave of pandemic. Yeah. Um, I, I remember we were doing... Broadcasting before when the uh, Shincheonji outbreak yeah. occurred from the Daegu mm-hmm. North Gyeongsang region, uh, and you were talking about, and we were yes. all kind of covering the controversy over the behavior of the uh, Shincheonji sect and mm. how they were not being transparent and mm, uh, no. kind of going into hiding and really a lot of public anger against them. Yeah. There are some people who say right now, you look at the current Sarangje situation and the Shincheonji situation, and I think some people say, well, that one's a cult and mm. this one's kind of a normal church. 
But really, the question is, is Ha Rang Jae any better or any different from what um, Shin Chen Ji did in the past? It feels like there is a similar pattern here because the government is doing everything they can to try to conduct these epidemiological surveys, mm-hmm. test as many people as possible, make sure they get treatment and isolate them. However, just like what we saw with the Shin Chen Ji situation in Daegu, Gyeongsang, these uh, church members of Sa Rang Jae are not cooperating at all, and uh, some of them have, uh, I, I guess, even uh, gone so far as to being dishonest with the government. Yeah, you're right. Well, first and foremost, the uh, Sarangjae Church has around 4,000 members, mm-hmm. and some 800 members have yet to be located. Well, the police have mobilized more than 8,500 officers to trace those church members who remain unaccounted for. And also the list of worshippers that the church had previously submitted, uh, it has turned out to be inaccurate. Well, it it has turned out that some who were contacted by authorities because they were on the list hadn't even been to the metropolitan area nor been to that church. So this is really raising concerns over cases linked to this church unknowingly spreading the virus across the country. So with regards to these churches and individuals disobeying the government's orders, let's take a listen to what acting Seoul Mayor Seo Jung-yeop had to say. 깊이, 거짓, 불복 등으로 행정력과 예산 낭비를 초래한 부분에 대해서는 교회는 물론 개인에 대해서도 구상권을 청구해 강력히 대응하겠습니다. Right. So mm. what he was saying is that the city government will file suits against individuals, uh, not just against churches, for wasting administrative resources and budget by evading, lie- lying, or disobeying during the screening and tracing procedures. Well, Prime Minister Chung Se-kyun also emphasized that the government will take stern action, like filing a compensation suit against those who disturb the ongoing screening tests and epidemiological studies. And additionally, the government will also actively exercise some legal action against those uh, who do not cooperate with the quarantine measures. Well, namely, um, the case, a confirmed case related to Sarangjil Church who disobeyed the quarantine measures could be an example to this case. Uh, that patient who fled and was readmitted to this Paju Hospital of Gyeonggi Provincial Medical Center, he did not abide by these quarantine measures. Now, when he was asked about the motive and intention of his escape, he basically rambled, saying things like, the reason why he fled is because somebody had put poison in his kimchi soup. Mm. Well, the mayor of Paju City, Choi Jung-ha, had said, during, uh, said this during a phone interview with Kim Ho-jun's news factory yesterday, uh, which is being broadcasted right next to us. Yeah. Well, describing his comments abnormal, he even showed some anger toward making the police and authorities waste energy on tracking down this patient in this great moment where we have to focus all our energy in containing and minimizing the risk of the virus. So apparently we really need some public cooperation and patience to contain and control further spread of the, uh, this virus. Yeah, um, I'm not sure how many members of uh, Sarang Jail Church actually listen to our program. I, I doubt uh, uh, very many because it might be a painful two hours uh, usually if, if they are listening. But mm-hmm. there are listeners who I believe support the general goals of um, what Sarang Jail Church does and the way they behave. And so I, I think the plea should be, please just get tested. You might have disagreements. You might be angry about things. Mm. You might not like the way society is going and you want to voice all that and that's fine. But right now it is trying to keep the Korean public safe. That should be the top priority. Yeah. And that includes you yourself if you've been exposed to get tested and isolate if indeed uh, you are one of the people who are related to all that happened in Gwangamun and being a member of this church. Mm-hmm. So as you say, 
hopefully that cooperation uh, becomes a little bit more helpful than it's been in yeah. the past few days. Now, Cheng Kwang-hun, the notorious uh, leader of this uh, Sarangjaeul church, did test positive for COVID-19. There's been a lot of controversy over his attitudes uh, mm-hmm. after the testing and, and his treatments. Uh, another former... A lawmaker from the Conservative Party who uh, was infamous for saying very horrifically uh, controversial things about the Sewol Ferry victims right before the election Mm -hmm. in April 15th. He also apparently attended the Gwangamun rally and he has tested positive. Cha Myung-jin. Exactly. So with Pastor Jung Kwang-hoon and the former lawmaker Cha Myung-jin of the Senuri Party, uh, which was the predecessor of this main opposition United Futures Party, having confirmed to have contracted the virus, some conservative politicians who basically joined hands with the strong anti-government protesters called the Taegukki Unit are now under fire. Well, Cha Myung-jin uh, has no known links to the Sarangjil Church, so most likely he, uh, he have contracted the virus during that rally. Mm. Now, former lawmaker Min Kyung-uk and former Incheon City Mayor Yoo Jung-bok, who had also attended the rally on that same day, have tested negative for the virus. Now, in addition to former lawmakers Cha Myung-jin and Min Kyung-uk, former, cur- former and current conservative politicians, including Hong Moon-pyo of the United Features Party and Kim Jin-tae, the former lawmaker, have uh, basically shown their faces at the rally, although Hong Moon-pyo denied his participation in the rally. Well, the publics have criticized these conservative politicians, saying that they pushed ahead with holding the mass rallies by attending the rallies even in the midst of this resurgence in the number of cases. And even the conservative parties themselves, they are calling for a complete distancing from this Taegukki unit, you know, uh, by saying that they have to capitalize on this opportunity to sever ties with this extreme rightist group. Well, the United Futures Party leadership is also drawing a line between the party and the church, and Kim Jong-un was blaming Jung Kwang-hoon for not abiding by the quarantine guidelines. Well, meanwhile, the ruling Democratic Party called on the UFP to apologize for letting its members take part in this gathering, this rally, and also to take responsibility for abetting the situation. So apparently, with this uh, number of infections related to this Gwangamun rally growing, Cheonghwadae website is also brewing with some petitions. So they are basically calling for a dismissal or impeachment of a judge who had authorized this anti-government protest in the first place. Well, the Seoul city government had previously issued no assembly orders uh, on top of the previous ban on the gatherings. And the judge uh, who put the brakes on the Seoul metropolitan government's administrative order, uh, citing people's freedom of assembly, uh, is really public anger is being directed to many fronts as we saw this upward trend in the virus cases. We live in a democracy. So uh, what that usually means is uh, you accept and respect a, a court decision by Mm. a judge, but you are also in a democracy allowed to disagree or even be critical of judges' decisions. And there are a lot of people who feel this judge who cited the um, reasoning being there have not been any mass spreading events because of these rallies, so I'm going to let this continue. When the common sense uh, expectation of everybody who already knew there was an outbreak in Saranjil Church and allowing them to attend this or kind of stage this Kwangamun uh, Liberation Day rally, uh, these results are not necessarily unexpected. And so this judge uh, certainly uh, uh, getting a lot of criticism mm-hmm. around that. This is affecting everything, including our uh, education system here. Yes. Assuming as the cases have spiked, the education ministry held 
a conference call with education superintendents of cities and provinces all around uh, all around the country. And apparently, students outside the country they were looking forward to full time offline yeah. uh, schooling. That is no longer the case. Exactly. So the schools outside of the capital region have been preparing to resume their full scale offline classes for the upcoming fall semester because there were some concerns over the possible academic gap. But with the resurgence, recent resurgence in cases, with 74 new cases reported among the students and faculty members over the past week, the education ministry decided to maintain a cap on student attendance, even on schools outside the capital through September 11th. So only about two-thirds of the students will be returning to classes. Well, previously, uh, 57 of the 74 confirmed virus cases were reported among the students and faculty from the Seoul and Gyeonggi-do province in the past week. So the subject of these measures, this attendance gap, were schools in the Seoul metropolitan region. But the education ministry had already limited the classroom density to two-thirds of the uh, entire classroom. But this time, schools outside of the capital, they have to keep the number of students in each class from kindergartens to middle schools down to no more than one-third of the whole class. And the high schools will maintain their numbers under the two-thirds territory. And uh, with regards to this, they will also ramp up the quarantine checks on all private academies nationwide, and they will separately carry out self-diagnostic questionnaires on students three days prior to this partial reopening of the schools to minimize the risk of infections. Yeah, and we haven't even mentioned if we move to a level three, which some indications are uh, we could be moving in that direction. This is going to be even more disruptive. It's really been a lost year Mm. for uh, these uh, students right Mm. now and uh, a big challenge for the parents as well. Uh, Let's move back to the main opposition conservative party, the UFP. Uh, We talked about the criticism leveled against them for their role in sort of making Chung Gwan-hoon this famous and influential figure uh, causing this disruption. But it does look like the leadership, at least uh, in other aspects, are trying to move in a more moderate direction, uh, including the interim chairman, Kim Jong-in. He had a a very major event yesterday visiting the Gwangju National Cemetery, um, expressing apologies and uh, I think quite dramatically also kind of going to his knees in a symbol of uh, uh, contrition and, yeah. and sorrow. Uh, let's uh, first listen to a clip of him of his apology. Apology. <laughs> Yeah, so we could hear his voice trembling, mm-hmm. and he repeatedly used the word shameful for his parties and his past actions. He sought forgiveness for the Gwangju citizens and the souls and spirit of the participants in the Gwangju Democratic Uprising. And he also said that he is well aware that the contrition and repentance cannot easily heal the decades-long despair of the region. Well, throughout the statement, uh, Kim Jong-un was actually close to tears and his hands were also shaking. He then knelt in front of the cemetery's memorial tower for about 15 seconds after offering flowers. Now, the apologies made by the head of the main opposition, United Futures Party Kim Jong-un, were threefold. 
So first and foremost, he sought apologies for himself being a part of this National Security Council, which was the emergency committee under c h u n d u h a n regime. And next, uh, he sought forgiveness for citizens of Gwangju. And, next, and lastly, he expressed a sincere apology for his party's failure to punish those who acted in denial of the tragic accident, who made you know, this denigrating remarks about the 1980 Gwangju Democratic, Democratic Movement. Well, he visited this May 18th National Cemetery in Gwangju, and he wrote in the visitor's book that he would do his best for the development of democracy and to uphold the spirit of the movement. And on top of that, he wrote a statement which we listened to just now. Mm-hmm. Now, Kim Jong is the first leader of the Conservative Party to offer a sincere apology for some of the party members' contentious remarks on this democratic movement. And the response from the Gwangju citizens were actually divided. Well, on the one hand, they did appreciate it. He asked, uh, they asked them to get to the bottom of this historic day and to restore the fame and honor of their, uh, this historic incident. But somehow, they, uh, some of them protested uh, against these three lawmakers who made the inappropriate remarks. Yeah, so some protests, but we have to contrast it with what uh, Hwang Yeo-an, the former chairman, did when he visited uh, Gwangju. It was kind of more of a political stunt, a bit of a show, and there were mass protests uh, and anger leveled them because he showed really no remorse for those uh, three controversial lawmakers. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, wh- whatever you can say about this uh, is that it's a move in the right direction, yes. and so uh, hopefully it continues in that path. Moving on to real estate, another contentious issue here, despite everything else that we've been going through. Sumin, landlords are now rushing to change the terms of their contracts with tenants after legislation was passed on the j e o n s e or lump sum deposit laws. And this has led the government now to uh, come up with some changes to the house leasing terms. Exactly. Well, the interest rates here in South Korea are at a record low level, and the government has drafted some measures that restrict some of the j e o n s e types. And the homeowners are increasingly wanting to receive monthly rental fees instead of this chunse lump sum deposit. Mm. Well, yesterday at an economy-related minister's meeting, the government said that they will sharply lower the maximum rate applied when converting from chunse rental to the monthly rent. So basically, they will cut the conversion rate from the current 4% to 2.5%. Well, currently... If the owner seeks to convert the Chonsei contract into a monthly rental contract, the homeowner is required to receive 4% of a Chonsei contract as monthly rental fees. So they are lowering the conversion rate to 2.5%, and this will encourage homeowners to stick with their Chonsei contracts. So for example, let's say the Chonsei price is 500 million won, and the landlord wants to convert, a month, uh, convert to a monthly rent with a 300 million won deposit, Uh, the monthly rental fee will be 660,000 won per month. And that's when you apply the 4% rate. And when it's lowered to 2.5% rate, the monthly rate will be reduced to 416,000 won per month. So you could save 250,000 won per month. And, you know, the reason why the government uh, came about this measure is that there was some criticism that the current rate could push more landlords to switch from chonsei to monthly rental, and this could also increase the financial burden on tenants. 
But this definitely has some good side on this, but it's not without some concerns. This will put a strain, will cause some confusion in the real estate market, especially during the two-month transition and adjustment period. We'll keep our eyes on that. And we do have one more story to go, this ongoing uh, conflict between the health ministry and the uh, controversial uh, doctors association, the KMA. They held face-to-face talks, but apparently uh, nothing decided, and the KMA will still go on strike. Exactly. Well, the doctors decided to move forward with their nationwide strike, which is planned for next week. So Health Minister Park Neung-hoo and Korea Medical Association Chief Choi Dae-jin met yesterday to find and reach some middle ground, but they made little headway in their talks yesterday. Well, according to the latest announcement by the Korean Medical Association, its members will stage a walkout from August 26th to August 28th as planned. Apparently, that is to protest against the government's medical reform plan after a one-day strike uh, carried out last Friday. Well, after the talks, Health Minister Park Nung-woo had said that there were some differences in their views. Well, the government suggested opening all possibilities for talks, whereas the doctors, they insisted on scrapping the reform plan before any discussions can take place. So they only repeated their previously held positions, and KMA said under such circumstances, the strike will proceed as planned. But the government, meanwhile, are displaying, is displaying a more flexible position because they are still willing to hold talks if doctors come up with a better solution than the government's current plan. We will hope that uh, despite the pandemic and, and this uh, need for public health and safety, that the doctors can uh, come to a compromise mm-hmm. there. All right, uh, Sumin, as always, appreciate all the reporting. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you next week. See you next week.